Hello and welcome to the Forum Finance podcast. All you need to know about finance right here. Hello, my name is Xavier Rigbourg and I work for Forum Finance here in Geneva. Today I'm going to talk to you about asset allocation. What is asset allocation and why does it matter for my investments? Asset allocation is an investment strategy that aims to balance risk and reward by assembling assets according to your goals, risk tolerance, knowledge, experience, and investment horizon. The three main asset classes that have traditionally been used to diversify a portfolio are equities, fixed income, and cash. Each has different levels of risk and return, and each will normally behave differently over time. Asset allocation is one of the most important decisions that investors make as it is the principal determinant of your investment results. It is far more important and more influent on portfolio returns than the selection of individual securities. Why should I combine bonds and equities in a portfolio? Well, basically to diversify your risk. In the investment realm, investors and portfolio managers usually use a statistical measure known as correlation to determine the relationship between two assets or more. The strength of the correlation between two assets depends on where the metric falls within the range of minus one to plus one, where a higher number denotes a stronger synchronicity between investments being compared. For example, a correlation of minus one implies that the assets move in the opposite direction and a correlation of plus one means that the assets will always move in the same direction. By understanding which assets are correlated, portfolio managers and investors create diversified portfolios by allocating investments that are not correlated with each other. In this way, when one asset value falls, the value of other non-correlated investments in the portfolio rise. What is the balanced portfolio strategy and why is it questioned now? Well, for many years, most asset managers recommended balanced portfolios to their clients that were composed of about 60% equities and 40% bonds. These balanced portfolios did very well throughout the 80s, 90s, early 2000, until a series of bear markets and historically low interest rates reduced their results. The correlation between stocks and bonds was mostly negative during many years until 2019 where it became more persistently positive. In 2022, for example, the US Central Bank, the Federal Reserve, hiked interest rates at an unprecedented speed to fend off inflation. As a result, and for the first time in the last 45 years, investments in both stocks and bonds lost money. Bonds did not offer the protection that was expected from them. The 2022 losses of both bonds and stocks left many investors questioning the relevance of the balanced equity and bonds portfolio strategy. So can bonds still add diversification with positive correlation? Well, as we said, for the last few years, the correlation between bonds and stock has turned being more positive again and again. However, the correlation is not fully plus one. The virtues of diversification remain even if the assets are positively correlated, so long as they are not perfectly correlated, that is, a correlation of plus one. Correlation readings of plus 0.25 to plus 0.50 
for example, are a far cry from plus one, and they still leave plenty of room for diversification benefits. So yes, bonds still add diversification. Are equities and bonds still the best asset mix to diversify a portfolio? Well, we're seeing that in 2022 and 2023, interest rates have been going up, so higher rates means higher bond yields. And the correlation to equities, even if more positive, leaves a lot of room to add diversification benefits. So yes, bonds do play their risk mitigator role. However, the turbulences in financial markets over the past few years, together with the unpredictable macroeconomics, geopolitics and monetary policies, have led asset managers to broaden the allocation of assets to include other asset classes such as alternative investments, which include private equity, hedge funds, private debt, real estate, private placements, commodities, etc. Alternative investments generally exhibit little to no correlation to traditional equity and fixed income markets, adding considerable diversification to the portfolio. Due to their potential for above average returns and low liquidity, they can also help to ease some of the pressures associated with more traditional investment vehicles. Therefore, to achieve long-term growth with a reasonable level of risk, it is also good to go beyond the traditional equity and bond asset allocation strategy. Thank you for listening.